Hey, peace, everyone. Art Morrison III here, and welcome to another episode of your favorite basketball podcast, Hoop Chatter. Like always, I got my boy Kevin Tarka with me, and I got my boy Rob, who if you hear some background noise, that's him cooking up dinner. That's what he does, if you guys didn't know. That's a chef as well. But listen, guys, we're coming with a real special episode. I don't know if we're going to call this a uh, you know, bonus episode, or I don't know how we're going to do this, but it's a topic that really needs to be spoken about. Um, in regards to the sports world, specifically the basketball world. Tucker, why don't you lead us off, man? What are, what are we about to talk about today? Man, I think, I mean, it's 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 hard to start somewhere because uh, there's there's so much in the air. But I think, obviously, um, you know, the, the world itself and the economy uh, has been <laughs> devastated by the, the, the impact of the coronavirus. But, you know, in... in... So we're talking about the coronavirus. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> we are. Oh, um, I love how you said in the, in the air, which is a poor choice of words, but in the air. Oh, no, like like no pun intended. That like <laughs> like someone's gonna catch something from the air. Yeah, okay, my bad there. Um, oh man. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's uh you know again I think I think everywhere now is is just overwhelmed with content on all social media and all and, and all news sites, obviously of what's happening, but. You know, I think it's important that that we kind of touch on the the topics of what this podcast is about is how it kind of affects sports and trickles down into life after that. And from the basketball yeah. angle, you know, it's uh, I think it all started really, you know, last week after Rudy Gobert tested positive for it. And then everyone was kind of like, oh, wow, this could be a thing. This is real, <laughs> um, you know, and then and then it's kind of escalated every single day until then, um, you know, with the NCAA being being canceled which is a whole other episode i think that we'll get into um yeah, you know, next. yeah. but you know just part two coronavirus deserves two parts 100 percent. definitely but yo, uh, I, I have an idea right so just to get warmed up you let's all go around since we come from the reason why all this podcast is hot is because we all come from different angles of the basketball world rob being i always call him a super fan you know me coaching and then you um being in the deep in the professional basketball industry and being an agent Let's go around and talk about how it's affected you directly and, and your industry. Cool. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was just going to get into that, so it's a perfect start. So, I mean, I'll, I'll start with that, and um, I, I guess it, it affects me on many angles, first and foremost, from, you know, my current clients who, who are all overseas. So, obviously, um, you know, the overseas basketball industry kind of has taken a – taking a, a, a pause right now and uh, every country reacted differently, but, you know, the first and foremost concern was, you know, making sure my, my, my clients were good um, obviously health wise, but then, you know, situationally wise, if, uh, if they started wanting to come home and be with their families and um, you know, certain leagues uh, completely canceled right away, other leagues suspended and some, some other um, let's call it, let's just use the word crazy um, or incompetent <laughs> uh, leagues are still playing. <laughs> Still playing as we speak, unfortunately. It's it's, it's very very sad situation. Um, as an agent, are you allowed to speak poorly about leagues, or is it just not in your best interest? I mean, of course, it's not in our best interest, but I've got no problem. I think it's important to speak your mind and and you know just do it the right way. Like I, I'll tell all my guys, there's going to be situations, uh, you know, whether you're a player, an agent, or a coach that that you disagree with, um, but you can go, you can go out there and start, you know, mf and people left and right, or you can try and you know take a deep breath and, and do it professionally, and that's what I'm trying to do now um, is is really educate people in certain countries that obviously are not educated enough to make proper decisions um, and really go about the, you know, the most professional way as possible. But, you know, again, I, in, in my angle, first and foremost, making sure my guys are, 
are, are healthy and okay, um, which, which, you know, thankfully they are. Um, Is anyone in the country that's like in full lockdown? Like in Italy, for example, uh, I don't have a client that's in Italy, but uh, but several friends that are playing there. But you know, now some of the other, you know some of the other countries are starting to go into full lockdown. And Spain, I think, is pretty much almost there right now. I have a guy in Spain, and um, you know, so it, it's it's just it's really interesting because it's never happened before. Just from the from the you know the the, the career and lifestyle side of it, all the way to the contract side of it, because you know now that now the question comes up is like, okay, well you know, what happens when, you know, are they, are they going to get paid if they cancel the league? Do they get paid the rest of the months um, salary or, um, you know, when do they come home? And and now the question yeah. for guys that haven't come home already right. is, um, you know, do you hop on a plane and just panic and come home now? And like always my feedback is like, yeah, sure. If, you, if you're uncomfortable, like do what you have to do to get home. But at the same time, you know, be cognizant of the fact that they probably take precautions there, um, as well as the fact that, like, if you come home to JFK or, or Newark right now, like, you're going to be waiting for seven hours in chaos. So it's just. And probably a pool of coronavirus. It, exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. So, so, so that's just kind of currently how it's affecting me. Obviously, I mean, I want to hear, I want to hear how it affects you guys, but then we can get into like how, you know, what next steps are and what the NBA is doing and what recruit, how it's affecting recruiting. But, you know, how, yeah. how did it affect you guys? I mean, for, for me as a coach, um, I mean, basically, I, I was one of the first companies, and I, I was torn on doing this, but I felt it in my heart as responsible. But I was one of the first uh, organizations to cancel everything. My theory was that, all right, the NCAA made its announcements. It was canceling tournaments and games. And, you know, we've had episodes about the NCAA, so we know how serious they take their competitions from a monetary and just uh, – you know, a, a size and magnitude perspective, right? But then when the NBA made their announcement, I'm like, all right, listen, you know, who am I? Um, my, you know, my whole goal as a company is to treat youth uh, the same way as the NBA would treat their assets, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, who am I as, as someone who has a bunch of youth in my hands and the development in my hands to continue, uh, you know, basketball operations, for lack of a better term, while the NCAA and the NBA are literally advising its, its players and, and each individual school and institution and organization to not continue basketball operations. So I pulled the plug like Wednesday, it was Wednesday evening. And then the next day, kind of everyone started following suit. The actual AAU, the amateur athletic union nationwide um, canceled all activity. Um, The facility that we partner with ended up, um, you know, postponing everything until the 27th. So, you know, I mean, from a business perspective, you guys know I'm an entrepreneur. From a business perspective, it kind of sucks um, because we can't do anything. And I, I just like having activity. And obviously, I have to make a living. But um, yeah. I think from a, a moral standpoint, I, I feel really good and responsible as a, a young man making that decision. And Absolutely. Not seeming desperate or people having to say, hey, my son's not coming to practice because I don't think it's safe. You know what I mean? And now it's like questioning my character. I jumped the gun before anyone even texted me and said, Hey, do you think it's a good, a good idea to practice? So that's kind of how we're affected. But yo, we're trying to, the reason why I like, I wanted to put this episode up is we're trying to put out as much content as possible. Um, not only to remain relevant, but to keep people abreast and to make sure that we're still doing what, you know, we say we want to do as an organization and that's providing value and teaching basketball and, all that good stuff. So podcasts like this matter, you know, we're trying to put up video content, you know, drills and stuff that players can do at home. Um, 
you know, just all that kind of stuff, game film studies, you know, kind of cheesy things, but not really cheesy, just really capitalizing on what could be a downtime. We're trying to make it an uptime. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or, yo, Art, shout out to you, too, by the way, on that, man, as being ahead of the curve as a small business owner, entrepreneur, having the awareness to, to shut things down and, and, you know, how that can affect you directly, man. Shout out to you for that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate it, bro. Because my thing was just like, yo, forget getting sued and all that. I never get concerned about that. I'm just like, man, I would feel terrible if like three of my kids, right, who could be from three different districts or whatever, come down sick or have or maybe, you know, potentially have the coronavirus or any type of sickness because a lot is going around yeah. now because of this. Um, And I'm like, man, like I, I wouldn't sleep at night because I would know deep down no matter how I try to justify, it had something to do with me having three practices a week plus a workout on Sundays and these kids being in, in a small, you know, 3,000 square foot gym yep. space. You know what I mean? It's like, so I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you noticing and all that, bro. Definitely. This- yeah. I was going to say that, that that's one of the um, one of the toughest things right now is that, you know, there, there are obviously pros out there that are, you know, finding certain ways to obviously stay within the guidelines of the recommendations of like, you know, their doctors and, 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 you know, the leaders of the country, but also like continue to put the work in. And, you know, if they tested negative for, for the virus and they can get a one-on-one session with someone else that has tested negative too, and kind of keep their distance, but still, you know, still train, then great. Oh, but wow. then, you know, but, 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 but then it's uh, on the other hand, it's like, all right, well, does that really matter? Like, is that really worth it? And, you know, you see, I mean, I, I see a lot of people that on social media, at least in kind of my circles that are like, you know, still putting in the work, still getting, you know, still getting group sessions of training. And it's like, man, like, no, you know, like, <laughs> no, that, that's, that's, that's the problem. You know, like, that's the you problem. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta put a pause on it for a minute, man. They started shutting down gyms. Yeah. yeah. Like regular, regular gyms where people go like, this is this is really different. Like for me, I'm bored right now, bro. Like there's no sports. <laughs> like, I was gonna as say, super, man. As a super fan, bro, there's nothing to there's nothing to watch. I mean, I guess NFL free agency, but that's another league that just can't get things right. You know, they're still proceeding like nothing's going on with the regular schedule program. Oh, but wow. as far as that, yeah, as far as basketball, no, it's March Madness, no March Madness, no NBA. What's your girl's favorite color? Up. You know your girl's favorite color. <laughs> That was funny, man. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna plead. I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's just difficult right now. You know, as a fan, not having games to watch, especially this time of year, because March Madness will be kicking up uh, Tuesday, tomorrow. It will be the four play-in, and then Thursday and Friday will be that, that hurt, first that big hurts hearing, man. That that first hurts. big weekend. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like tomorrow, tomorrow we'll be watching the first four. So that perspective, after having that crazy weekend in the NBA, you know, LeBron versus Kawhi, LeBron versus Giannis, that MVP race, now coming to this point where they really would be tuning up for the playoffs in April, we're sitting here not having an NBA season possibly until June. That was my next question. Is like, when do you, Mm. what's your biggest fear of like this thing starting back up? Because I want to get into a little bit the testing thing. We were just talking about, we touched into like, kids having it and the immune system and us having it but from what i understand elderly people are most affected by it and like we have the ability to carry it but not even know apparently i don't know correct me if i'm wrong there's a lot of articles yeah. floating around but yeah we would be like asymptomatic where we wouldn't show symptoms but would have it. oh yeah. my goodness bro yeah like you see the donovan mitchell thing bro the, uh mm-hmm. it was like good morning america or something like that they called him and he's like, yo, I can play a seven-game series mm-hmm. right now. I feel perfectly fine. He was like, I have no symptoms, but I have this virus. He's like, that's the scariest thing. 
because I feel 100% fine. Not to be on my conspiracy stuff, but I just got to ask, do you guys suspect anything funky about that? Anything fishy? Or do you you, do you think that's a, a real thing? I mean, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my comments to myself. <laughs> really? Well, no. All right, we yeah, we'll, we'll keep, keep the politics out of it, but I, I just can't help but you know what I mean. I, something about that part just scares me in regards to the power that the medical system has over the world. When you have an NBA player who is not sick, essentially being told he's sick, right, and being one of the the second uh, people in the league you know, to be announced to have this virus and being kind of a leading cause of why the league was shut down. Tucker, you have any thoughts on that, bro? Or I, I, I don't. I don't have any thoughts on that, man. I, I, Hi, bro. I, I, come on, man. I, I keep I, that for my personal podcast, yeah, man. Yeah, I think yeah, I, yeah I'm, not, I I'm not taking a beat, bro. No, I don't, call, I don't call any fish in this, man. I don't know. That, that's – I'm, I'm – uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist type guy, so I just... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I feel it. I feel it. So I guess I'll get back on the road, right? So w- with it being asymptomatic and all that, man, that be- really being the scariest part is, A, you don't know if you have it or not, but it could affect other people and you can carry it. And then, B, not necessarily having a cure or a vaccine yet. With all that being said, bro, like when when do you guys suspect, not hope, <laughs> but when do you suspect, honestly, based on the route that we're you know, that we're headed the NBA and the NCAA to kind of spark back up and, and things continue as normal. Oh, NCAA, they're done for this. Yeah, it's a wrap. That that that's a wrap for that NBA. To be honest, I've been hearing a lot of stuff about them trying to start the season in December to not compete with uh with football season. So let's say they do start back up in May or June. They finish in August. They give guys September October off you know two weeks november they do two weeks training camp going into a mid-december start that could kind of align with that where they may do opening where did you hear that that? december would be terrible i'll be sick it was it was it was a it was an owner of one of the teams i I can't think of it off the top of my head but one of the owners proposed that pushing it back so nba starts in december and it ends in the summertime so it kind of ends after football season after March Madness, so this saying bo- like, he's saying box by the season, just like the NCAA, basically. No, no, no. He's saying play this season out. But what I'm saying is that oh, guy then that the following season. starting, uh, yeah, that guy that puts for starting later, he could then it could be like a pilot <clears throat> of it starting in December, seeing how it goes, seeing how revenues are, and just things like that. So yeah, yeah, I think I think yeah, I've start. heard that too. I mean, I, I think you know, obviously the NCAA season's done. It's it's really interesting. That could be an entire other podcasts, you know, uh, volume two of our NCAA conversation about, you know, the, the spring athletes getting another year of recruiting. Um, I, I'm sorry, the spring athletes get, getting, another, yeah, get, getting another year of eligibility. Um, I was, I was uh, foreshadowing my next thought of the recruiting, but you know, the, currently the, the, the in-person recruiting of the NCAA, um, you know, is suspended until April 15th. So that's, uh, that's a whole nother, you know, 
topic of conversation where the next four weeks where, you know, teams are usually recruiting and, and, and uh, you know, out on the road, it's like, you know, what do guys do? So how are people going to, how, how are people going to pivot and, uh, and find new ways to recruit? It's just the NCAA is, uh, I think it, you know, if there's any positive in this, it's going to kind of force people to realize that, you know, there are changes that need to be made um, in terms of the NBA. I mean, honestly, man, like, I, 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 you know, how positive of a guy I am. Um, I just, I know that there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, the, the, the byproduct of this is going to be um, very significant in terms of hundreds of millions of dollar, dollars lost from the NBA and then how that trickles down into, you know, the contracts right now, um, you know, how that trickles into the salary cap, how that falls down to the overseas game, the overseas teams that, um you know, are going to be negatively affected by this or, you know, it's just, there's going to be teams that cease to exist next year for sure. So um, it's just, it's a really interesting time as you can kind of tell, you know, there's a lot of different, different topics and points and, and angles that I touched on, but it's just, there's so many up in the, there's so many things up in the air right now that uh, it's hard to kind of see what the future looks like. Now, obviously, you know, as a, uh, as some of us share the same mindset of the entrepreneurial mindset that, that allows an opportunity, right. That, you know, where, where there's chaos allows opportunity um, mm. to kind of get ahead of the game and really analyze your, your strategy and, and, and find new ways to do things, which I'm excited about. Um, it, it's just, it's just going to be different, you know, different doesn't necessarily mean bad, but it's going to be different. Yeah. This opened my eyes major too, to even the future of, and since it's about a basketball podcast, excuse me, fumbling my words, the future of kind of sports in general, like even like right now I have to figure out how, so I have this goal or it's not even really, really a goal launching later this year is an, is online basketball training for my company where you can pay a subscription model and you can receive actual training modules that you can do on your own leveraging wearable technology like AirPods and Apple watches, as well as iPhones and, and iPads from a visual perspective. Right. Love but it. this forced me to kind of uh, push that up those dates and kind of get my guys working harder on, you know, editing the videos and, and creating the modules and all that. But my point in saying that is, <laughs> This is just a huge reminder of a globalization and the, the, the positives and negatives of it. And then B, um, you know, just the importance of in sports, not relying on um, you guys get where I'm going with this kind of brick and mortar in person uh, opportunity, because at the end of the, you got to get to work in when you, yeah, you, yeah. you, you gotta, you have to always be available a as a business, but B e- even in sports, because we're talking about this as adults, you imagine if you're a kid and you're missing out on two months of development, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, imagine yeah, if maybe. this happened when we were younger, like it could be the different, imagine if you were a junior in high school right now, right? This could be the difference. This is your AAU season, right? Live period. So this could, this could be the difference in you going division two, division one, Right. Big East, Big Ten. You know what I mean? It could be a difference in careers of of, of kids. So, like, I'm challenging other entrepreneurs and other people in the basketball world, not just entrepreneurs, but people, business people in basketball to innovate new ways, not only to get kids seen and recruited outside of physically going to games. Right. But also ways that kids can get or, you know, players, youth can continue to develop um, and move forward in the game without. They're having to be in-person experiences, not just for the sake of coronavirus and sickness, but even just convenience and accessibility, 
right? Which, which is just a thought that I kind of been having the past couple of days with all this this shutdown stuff and just seeing how much it affects everyone. Mm-hmm. Yo, man, that's that's crazy. You're gonna see a lot of games not get better because of the yeah, um, everybody's pushed of, back. A lot of kids, yeah, a lot of kids not gonna be able to get in the gym. They don't know how to work out by themselves. The, yeah, they're, sh- they're shutting they're not, down parks not too, have that. even for the kids that do yeah. know. Like they're not allowing kids at the park, especially past a certain time, but. You know, I'm actually even anticipating a national shutdown here in the United States, similar to Italy, very shortly. Oh, I, I think so. I think so. I think in another week, it'll probably be like a two-week. Yeah, I'm thinking 72 shutdown. hours, bro. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. like, honestly, because and this isn't basketball, but I'm seeing, I'm on social media, right? I'm seeing people our age, younger, all of our friends be irresponsible in regards to oh. – this whole thing. I'm praying that thing comes out tomorrow morning, man, the way I'm seeing some of these people. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, I, I know yeah, St. Spring break Miami. Oh, <laughs> right? St. Patty's yeah. Day weekend. Like, I, I just saw a lot of, like, man, you guys don't care sharing drinks, kissing strangers. Like, yeah. yep. <laughs> it's like, man. Yep. Just a whole lot of irresponsibility, man. It's... You better go ahead and unfollow some of those, some of those people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so it was a whole lot going on. That, uh, but yeah, man, people just, people just didn't care. I um, with, with all that being said, we always like to end on a positive note. We're coming up on the end of our time, but I, I would love to know. And I know Tarkin hates NBA arguments, but we're gonna drag him in anyway. The season, let's pretend it's over, it's done. If the season ended today, um, and we won't do a whole episode on this per Tarka's request, so we'll just do this short little three minute segment, possibly. <laughs> Who is your NBA MVP if the season ended today, and why? Rob, I'll let you go first. You know how I'm giving it up. LeBron James is the MVP of this season. Uh, Point blank. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to push. I know it's a narrative ESPN. Everybody's pushing. Watch King, year 17, blah, blah, blah. But that's something that you do have to take into consideration. Year 17, leading the NBA in assists, double-digit assists, still averaging 25, 26 points per game, has first, first overall record in the West, two games back behind the Bucks for best record in the entire NBA. Um. Yes, he has Anthony Davis. Yes, Anthony Davis. Not, um, don't, do the, don't do the rebuttals. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Yes, he has Anthony Davis. Yes, Anthony Davis leads in every statistical category, but if you look at plus minus for the entire team when LeBron James is on the floor or not, he has the biggest plus minus ahead of Giannis and Wally has Anthony Davis. He makes that team go. Oh, they are sure, a complete man. different team without him, without him on the floor, and this last stretch of games he just had post all-star break, the big weekend he had versus uh, the Clippers, the Bucks, the way he showed out. I mean, I would say he's MVP, but I think if the season was to play out for sure, he's trending up. Giannis got banged up. He's hurt. Bucks losing some games. Giannis is trending down. Yeah. I think LeBron would be the MVP. I agree year. with much of that. And I'll tell you what I don't agree with after I hear Tarka's opinion, if he has one. Tarka, are you high-roading or you got an opinion? I, I, I like I, – I want high-road. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Giannis um, just to just to kind of be different. I mean, I, I think the, the biggest case for LeBron winning is because you got to respect that he's like freaking Benjamin Button out there. This man is – this man is aging. He, this man is aging as, you know, faster than anyone, and he's one of the oldest guys in the league, but he's one of the – absolute most efficient and best performers. So you got to give it to him for that. But I'm just going to say Giannis just to kind of be different because I love his game. And I think he's a, he's obviously a future hall of famer and he's uh he's a, he's a monster. So I'm just going to give See, it to him. I, I don't think you're being different. Cause I'm going to say Giannis too. And here's why I want to 
I want to come into this saying I'm very proud as a basketball player and as a man, I'm very proud of LeBron James because I understand I'm only I'm younger than him and I can feel the aging sitting in and I'm pretty active for my age. Um, I'm very proud also um, in regards to not saying I was ever a LeBron hater, but you know, I always I favored Kobe and, and Michael Jordan and Kawhi Leonard and that style of game over LeBron. So people think I give him a hard time. So I will say that I'm amazed at the, how good of a season he's having. Year 17, how he's leading that team, the pace he plays at, his strength and explosiveness has not wavered at all. Um, but there's no way in hell I'd ever be able to give him MVP while there's a man whose team is the number one seed in the NBA who averages nine more points than LeBron, right, um, plus, minus, or not, as well as LeBron has a teammate that averages more than him in all categories except for assists, while Giannis or Giannis is uh, averaging, what, three less assists, right? Um, I would just have to give it to Giannis just off of traditional MVP um, criteria, right? Team has a better record, averages more points, all that good stuff. Yeah, I agree with Rob. He's on the down and LeBron's on the up. But I wouldn't get excited off of one weekend and crown him MVP. I would give it to Giannis. And then the next person would probably be LeBron. And under him, I'd probably have to mention Russell Westbrook because the way he's been playing, he's been silencing all the haters in regards to efficiency and carrying the Rockets to um, you know, a pretty decent record despite all the shots that James Harden has to get up to be successful. Um, so I know you guys didn't ask for my top three, but, but those were that. Um, that's my opinion. That's crazy. I, I didn't even. I don't even know who my third would be right now. Mm. I feel like those. I feel like those two are so far out in front, just neck yeah. and neck. I honestly don't know who my. Third I mean, it would, would be, be. AD. I mean, would also be. I would fight West, Russell Westbrook for third. Yeah, but I definitely respect Westbrook. I mean, you put Westbrook in. I definitely respect that. Yo, honestly, somebody who I may even throw in there who's having a wild, crazy year, but the team is just terrible. Bradley Beal, man. Dude, yeah, he's surprising balling. me, but he is he, he is balling, no but his though. team is just so nah nah nah. He's not his, but his team is just so bad. But it's, that's just somebody I think that just isn't getting enough recognition this year. And just what he's doing, how he's playing, man. Like I can't wait until John Wall comes back and they get a couple pieces, see if they can do anything in the East. Yeah, I miss John Wall. I watched the old, you know, ESPN and, and Bleacher Report. They're all like dying for content right now. So they're playing like old videos from the NBA lockout years ago and whatnot. And I saw a video of John Wall, and I'm like, man, I, like this dude, I forgot he was, you know, I mean, there's a lot of injured well, players this year, honestly, that altered the league. It, it kind of throws off, like, how the league actually is because you don't got Steph, you know what I mean? You don't got Clay, you don't got Kyrie, you don't got KD, you don't got John Wall. So it's yep. kind of like. No boogie. Yeah, yep, yep, no DeMarcus. Man, there's, so. a, there's a ton, yeah, there's a ton of guys that feels like they've been out of the league forever, but it's just this season that they're kind of absent that's throwing me off. Yeah, one one season, man. It's the weirdest thing. But anyway, guys, we're coming up on, on our time. Um, I, I appreciate all of you for listening in and hearing us rant about the coronavirus. There is another episode following where we really dive into the NCAA. Uh, Tarka has some great insights to the NCAA, being that, you know, it's recruiting season for him, and it's kind of got cut short due to, you know, the NCAA season. Yeah, it's nuts. So stay tuned for part two of the coronavirus episodes. With all that being said, I'm Art Morrison III, signing off with my boy Tarka, the super agent, and my boy Rob, the super fan. And we're all super lucky to have you guys as listeners. I appreciate you guys. You guys got anything to say? You too?
my boys. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands, people. Wash your damn hands. Wash your hands, man. Be safe. Take this serious. Share your toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If you got any hand sanitizer, man, send that this <laughs> way. People crazy out here. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Until next time, chat soon. Peace.